Welcome to MedKinza Talks, your go-to source for bite-sized content in becoming future doctors. I'm your host, Kinza Hussein, and I'm a second-year medical student helping students navigate the ins and outs of one of the most competitive careers. I will be sharing the lessons I've learned and inviting guest speakers to provide real quality advice to help you get into medical school, succeed as a med student, and prepare you to become a future doctor. Want more free quality advice? Subscribe to my YouTube channel and follow me on Instagram at MedKinza, where I post videos and infographics delivering content to you every week. Now sit back, relax, and learn something new. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my latest episodes released every week. Hey, welcome. This is episode 26. In this episode, I will be discussing the top interview mistakes I see during mock interviews and during my time sitting on my own medical school's interview committee. So the tips I'm about to give you guys are really, really good ones. At this point, I have probably conducted over 100 mock interviews in the past year, which has really helped me figure out what makes a good interview, an okay interview, and a bad interview. I'm going to be organizing this episode into just five tips, and every single one of these tips is really, really important for you to have a good interview. So I cannot stress any of these enough. And all of these tips also take practice if you're not naturally a great interviewer. So it's always a good idea to practice, practice, practice in front of a mirror. And if that's not your style, then you may need a friend or a family member to work through interview skills with. Now, the first tip is your first impression the moment the interview starts is super important. That is going to set up basically the tone for the rest of the interview. So I'm going to give you guys an example of an interview I sat in on and the person, the moment the interview started, they were not smiling. I see that as kind of a negative thing. I want to interview someone who has high energy levels, someone who is excited to be there. And if they're not smiling the moment the interview starts, then that kind of tells me that they may not be too excited. And I kind of just didn't understand that. It's really tough to get interview calls to medical schools all across the board, no matter which school it is. So you really want to bring high energy levels to your interview and you want to set a really good first impression. There was only one person that I interviewed out of all of them at my medical school that started the interview with a smile and with a thank you for meeting this person, for us volunteering our time to meet with them, only one person. So I definitely think that this first tip I'm giving you guys is a problem. I was actually shocked. I thought, you know, people like knew to do this, knew to put in the effort to just smile, bring high energy levels, be appreciative, and be very open and easygoing in terms of conversation, but that was not the case. So make sure you guys do that. Another thing, if the interviewer pronounces your name wrong, definitely don't have an attitude about it while you're correcting them. I would just introduce yourself as you normally would, as if they never even pronounced your name wrong, and move on. Be positive, be kind, give me good energy. Now the next tip I have for having a great interview is stop giving broad and generic answers. For example, if the interviewer asks you, why do you wanna go into osteopathic medicine? The last thing you wanna do is just kind of read off an answer you Googled the night before, which would be, oh, I love holistic medicine. I love mind, body, and spirit. It really aligns with my own values. That is super broad and surface level. 
but then you definitely need to go into specifics. Now, a specific example of why you want to go into osteopathic medicine would be sharing personal experiences that you've had in all the clinical hours you've done that you've put on your application. Maybe you were a scribe and you saw an osteopathic physician do something that stuck out to you. Maybe you shadowed an osteopathic surgeon and they did something that stuck out to you. Whatever it is, there has to be something you need to pull in from your experiences. Maybe you wrote an essay about something and you can emphasize that essay, like whatever you wrote in that essay during the interview, but that is really what's going to stick out to the interviewers at that medical school because it's going to be a genuine response and they're going to be like, oh, okay, like you actually have exposure to osteopathic medicine rather than someone that's just applying for the heck of it. I want to give another example to this as well. Even if someone asks you, what do you do in your free time to relieve stress? You even have to go into specific details for that answer. And this is a great, great time for you to like really showcase who you are outside of school. And they really want to get to know that side of you, actually. So when they ask you what you do in your free time, don't just say, oh, I like to read and I like to spend time outdoors. It really helps me relieve stress and I like to exercise. I exercise as much as I can every week and those are my like coping mechanisms and my hobbies. That is like generic, right? I only gave general information versus someone who were to say, oh, I love to bake. My favorite dessert to bake is this. I love to be in the kitchen. It really gets my mind off of things because I'm like using my hands. All I'm thinking about is like what temperature the pie needs to go into the oven and for, and for how long. And then you can go into, oh, I love to go outdoors. Okay, like what does that mean? What do you like to do outdoors? Oh, I like to go hiking. You know what? There was that one summer I went to the New Hampshire White Mountains, and it was absolutely beautiful. I hiked this one trail. So like the more specific details you give, the more interested the interviewer is going to be in you versus you just saying, oh, I like to spend outdoors. And on top of that, if you're more specific, then you actually might find some similarities between you and the interviewer. They may be like, oh my gosh, like I've been to the White Mountains too and yeah, it is beautiful. And that's gonna help you guys like build a connection and have more of a dialogue rather than them just like bombarding you with questions and you just sitting there nervously answering them all in a generic manner. Like that won't work out for you, right? So really focus on giving specific detailed answers for every single question they ask you and make it personal. The next tip I have for you guys is stop saying um so much while you're talking. So an example of this would be if I were to answer that question about what I do in my free time with a lot of ums, it's going to sound a little bit like this. I, um, yeah, no, I, um, I like to go outside. I like to spend some time outdoors. Um, I also like to hang out with my friends and my friends are really important to me and my mental health. Like they really help me, um, relieve stress. So you guys can already sound that I don't sound very confident. I am saying um a lot, which is making me sound almost a little bit unprofessional. And I'm not like putting you down or putting anyone down. I used to say um a lot too. It really takes a little bit of time for you to be aware of how much you're actually saying it in order to remove it from your vocabulary. So definitely focus on getting rid of the ums. And what's better is replacing it with just silence. 
So instead of saying, um, just cautiously like try to just be silent if you need some more time to think about it. Now don't take like two minutes of silence and make things awkward either, but you're, you're going to see that you're going to sound a lot more professional if you just replace the ums with a pause and a, just take a breath and then start again. Now the next thing I have is that you have to prepare for all of the hard answers they might ask you as well. So a hard question could be, what do you think are the most pressing healthcare issues today? Like that's a little bit more complex and that kind of requires you to know what's going on in the world, right? You have to prepare those answers because they may ask you those hard questions. In order to prepare, Google these interview questions and come up with like a little bit of a template of how you would answer what personal life experience examples you would give and put it in like a microsoft word document a google document wherever you do your work and that will really help you prepare for the actual interview and it's going to help you calm your nerves too because if they ask you a question you've already kind of like prepared an answer for you're going to be way better off than you would have been otherwise now i used the princeton doc it is the 50 interview question document on Google. All you have to do is Google Princeton 50 interview question doc and it's gonna pop up for you. And I probably prepared almost the entire document and I don't think I saw that many questions that were new to me during my interviews other than my MMI interview like scenarios. Those were all pretty new. In order to prepare for MMI, I watched a lot of Course Grinder videos on YouTube. He runs through a lot of MMI scenario cases and I felt like his channel really helped me prepare for my MMI interviews and then also for the Casper exam. Now the last and final tip is your energy is everything. I did touch on this a little bit in my first tip about smiling and your first impressions, but I'm going to end with saying your energy is truly everything. And it can be really hard to bring this energy out of nowhere. You kind of have to like pump yourself up. You have to do the Superman or Superwoman pose in the mirror before you go into an interview. You really need to hype yourself up. You need to have a lot of positive self-talk. You need to tell yourself in the mornings, I am wonderful, I am beautiful, I am strong, I am confident, etc, etc. Like whatever gets you your like blood flowing. Because you have to think of the interview as a sales pitch. You have to basically sell yourself as an amazing student who's going to bring a lot of value to their school in order for them to be interested enough to be like, at the end of the interview, to be like, oh yes, this is the person we want at our medical school they circle the blob that says, accept this student to our medical school. That is how you want them to feel about you. So you are coming into the interview with a product, like a sales pitch, right? You're coming into the interview with a product, but this time around, you are the product. So you really need to sell yourself to the school in like the 20 minutes that you have. If you guys can do that, you'll be fighting for time because neither you or the interviewer will want the time to be up. So you guys will have so much to talk about and you guys will build a connection because hopefully you'll be pulling in from personal experiences to answer all of their questions and you'll find that it's going to be really an amazing dialogue and you would have a really good feeling about the interview walking out of it. And that's going to make you feel happy when it's over. And if you have multiple interviews, then you won't be extra nervous for the next one because you'll be like, okay, yeah, like I did well. I'm confident. This next one's going to go even better. So now those are my five tips. In summary, 
leave a good first impression, do not give broad and generic answers, pull from personal experiences in your life, don't say um too much and make eye contact. You want to show that you're confident. The fourth one was you have to prepare answers to even the hard questions. These interviewers want to see you think on your feet. And the last one is bring your best energy. This is basically like a sales pitch. I feel like this episode had a lot of amazing value in there. So if you know anyone interviewing anywhere, it doesn't even have to be medical school, definitely share this podcast episode with them. It's really short really quick information and it's really going to help you a lot. If you guys have enjoyed the podcast, make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Also, if you've learned one little thing from the show, I would really appreciate it if you could leave a rating and review. It means a lot to me and I read them all. Thank you so much, you guys, and I will see you in the next episode.